It's another edition of Making Money. Ron Hebert is the financial coach, retired portfolio manager. I'm Gord Whitehead, a retired broadcaster. We like to talk about investing and financial literacy on this show. One key area, Ron, when you're in, in this particular region of investing, you got to pay attention to what happens with fees because there's always a fee attached to somebody's service here, right? Unfortunately, the financial industry... Uh, the people that work there aren't related to Sister Teresa and <laughs> uh, plan to do everything for free. You know, uh, people in the financial industry make good money. And so you want to make sure that you're getting lots of bang for your buck uh, when you pay out fees, because you're always going to be paying out fees. It's just the discretionary part is how much in the way of fees are you paying? Now, if you look at the numbers, 84% of active managers underperform benchmarks after five years. In other words, they don't do as well as the market. That jumps to 90% after 10 years and 95% after 20 years. So managers have a very, very difficult time uh, beating the market. And so to beat the market, what they've got to try and do is they've got to trade a lot. They've got to uh, take riskier stuff. Uh, as investments to put in their portfolios. They've got to trade them more often. And all that adds up. So, you know, if you look at it, you're paying somebody really high fees and uh, they're not giving you excess returns. You have to wonder and ask yourself some serious questions of why you're doing that. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about and understand how uh, fees impact your performance. And I think these are really eye-opening numbers. Yeah, and you've done some research. And, and I should point out, Ron does a lot of research for this show, folks. He, uh, you know, he worked in this industry for four decades. He understands the numbers. That's kind of what you did for a living. And these numbers are sobering to me. Yeah, I mean, the average fee in Canada for a Canadian equity fund, that's a mutual fund that buys Canadian stocks, is 21 Seven percent per year on average. And for an international equity fund, which buys international stocks, and these are 2021 numbers, these are the most recent numbers I could find, the annual fee is 2.29%. Now, what you need to do is, if you've got a pen, write this down. There's a fee calculator at uh, getsmartaboutmoney.ca. So let me repeat that again, www getsmartaboutmoney.ca. Smarter about money, yeah. Yeah, sorry, get smarter about money. And it's sponsored by the Ontario Securities Commission. And I just did one example, and let's, uh, let's just walk through that briefly. Now, let's assume you started with an initial investment of $50,000 for 20 years, earning 8% a year, and it had annual fees of 2.5% per year. At the end of the 20-year period, you'd have $145,800. Now, if you invested the $50,000 for 20 years at 8%, same return, same investment, same period of time, but you only paid 1% fees, in other words, you were able to cut your fees down by 1.5%, your total would climb to $192,488. Basically, you would have made a third more money with the same returns, the same period of time, the same initial investment by just paying some attention to getting your fees down. And you can do that by looking at exchange-traded funds or mutual funds, or even if you've got a portfolio manager, making sure that they're able to keep their fees down. So, you know, 
many quality names can be owned that uh, in the ETF area, for example, that charge annual fees of a quarter to half a percent. And lots of areas you can get your money managed for a percent or less. So if you're looking for long-term performance, you want to look at it at lower costs. It's going to, in the end, make you a lot more money. Well, I know a lot of people out there right now are sitting and they're hearing this and say, oh, well, yeah, but I use a discount brokerage firm. <laughs> Here again, people think that uh, discount brokerage firms are uh, nonprofits doing your investment beck and call at a char- as a charitable service. And you have to understand that they make considerable profits. They just use different revenue channels to get there. And, for example, interest on cash balances Many of these discount firms make half of their profits by paying you virtually nothing on your cash balances. And uh, some of the uh, firms I've looked at make as much as 70% of their entire revenue by paying you very, very low interest. So uh, they take your cash and they invest it uh, and they keep the, the, the difference, which is called uh, net interest. So because they're not paying competitive rates on cash balances and they take, uh, you might want to take your big cash balances out and uh, put them in account paying a more competitive rate of interest. If you've got cash sitting around, you don't know what to do, you're waiting for an opportunity, um, you know, and you're, you're not getting returns, look elsewhere because, frankly, um, most discount brokerages are not paying competitive rates of interest at all. And if you're playing with margins here, if you're if you're kind of hedging things, you want to pay attention to that too, because that can burn you, can't it? Yeah, frankly, uh, margin loans are really you're borrowing money to invest, and it can often be cheaper to use your bank line of credit when you need to borrow to invest. You can do it a lot cheaper. This is another area where where the discount brokers they they tend to charge high rates, especially when they've got the collateral sitting there. These are collateralized loans. In other words, if you have a million dollar portfolio and they're willing to lend you 40% or 50% against that portfolio, depending on the assets you have in there, um, if if things start to fall, they can issue a margin call and sell you right out. So generally, margin loans aren't high risk for investment firms unless they're being really stupid. But uh, so, you know, if you're going to borrow money to invest, you want to find out what the rate is. And here again, shop it around because often you can find rates cheaper. This also works for currency conversion. Often their fees are very, very high. So if you're going to convert large amounts of money, check around for the best deal. Often it isn't at the discount broker. Can you get penalized with fees if you're not doing anything? If the money's just sitting there, you can get charged for that, for inactivity, can't you? Well, a lot of small accounts use discount brokers and maybe... Uh, they have a short attention span, they do a fury of trades, they lose some money, they're, uh, they crawl into a hole and, and, and uh, lick their wounds for a while. So uh, there's lots of accounts where they start out doing a frenzy of trading, then they stop, and if you stop and you've got assets there and uh, the firm has to still send you the annual reports, has to do the accounting, they're going to charge you a fee. So Inactivity fees are one way it will make it up if your account isn't doing anything. Selling order flow. Explain this one to me, sir. Selling order flow means instead of doing the trades yourself, like if you 
deal with a particular firm. They have their own traders, which uh, fill the buy and sell orders that you put in. They sell the order flow out to other parties. Now, uh, sometimes this can work out okay because the other parties sometimes can be more efficient than the, uh, the discount brokerage firm. But in some cases, you'll find that when you sell order flow uh, to other firms, uh, you're not getting the best realized price when you do the fill. And, so, and this has gotten to be a big issue because some firms make as much as half of their revenue from selling their orders to third parties to fill. So you want to be uh, watch your, your orders when you put them in. And you want to make sure that you're getting really competitive fills. So watch where things are trading and then watch what uh, you're paying, um, the price you're paying for the securities that you're buying. And there are fees attached to trading, right? Commissions are there. Yeah, there's commissions. I mean, uh, some firms allow you commission-free, but generally if they're commission-free, the other fees, like their margin loans and their interest on cash balances, uh, they're not competitive. So uh, here again, you want to take a look at trade commissions because some discounters have trade commissions that are a lot higher than others. So uh, you need to look at these things and balance them all out and that a lot of that is going to depend on the kind of, of trading that you actually do. So, you know, it, 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 it's hard to come up with a, a blanket recommendation because everybody has different needs and uses different services. So you've got to literally take the time to look at the services you're using and figuring out what it's costing you to use those services. Okay, so that's a look at the discount brokerage firms. Now let's go to a full-service brokerage firm. Let's let's talk about going to like one of the big banks or something and their associated brokerage firm. What do we expect there? Well, here again, um, you, you want to look at their currency conversion. You want to look at their margin loans. You want to look at their net interest costs. Um, you know, you, you just want to see how much they're paying you for your deposits. You want to look at the, if, if you're on a, you know, there's two ways generally to have, uh, to deal with a full service brokerage firm. You can pay commissions on every trade. These are negotiable. You want to sit down before you open an account and figure out what those, those fees are. And you, you want to see if there, you've got a broker that's encouraging lots of trading. If, uh, if they're on a commission basis, because the more trades you do on a commission basis, uh, the more money they're going to generate. You also want to look at if you're being steered into products like tax shelters or junior stocks that have very high built-in commissions. Um, you know, these are generally higher risk investments. And of course they can pay off for you, but you have to ask is these the type, are these the type of investments that you want to own? Because, you know, if you're steered into too many of these products, they tend to be higher risk, and the person that's going to be making most of the money is the person selling them to you. You also want to ask about high performance portfolio management fees. Are they negotiable? And uh, what, are they, what are your total costs going in? So just remember all these things if you're dealing with a full-service brokerage firm because fees are an important part of overall return, and you want to keep them as reasonable as you can. And if you can keep them reasonable you're going to, over a longer period of time, like 20 years, you can add 30, 40, 50% to um, what you're going to have at the end of the day. 
Negotiating is an art. Uh, some people are a lot better at it than others, but it's something you should do. Before you get into an, an association with somebody or relationship, sit down and say, okay, what can we do? What's the best you can do for me here? And shop it around, as you say, right? That's key, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, frankly, if it's a very competitive business. And if you've, you're looking for a portfolio manager or you're trying to figure out what configuration of people you want to have helping you with your money, um, you know, sit down and and see a couple or even go online and, and often they'll tell you online what their charges are and check them out. And so you've got some new tools when you go in to negotiate with because if you haven't checked these things out before you've gone, you've gone in, I mean, what's the person that's sitting across the deck from you or desk from you going to do? They're going to give you uh, a price that is going to be higher than if you say, well, you know, I checked four or five other places and the fees are about 30% less. And if you want my business, you're going to have to match that. So, you know, if you come in with some numbers in mind, often that's when you can drive a good deal. Okay, there you go. Some advice about how to manage fees when you're investing. Next time around on Making Money, we're going to take a look at something that might surprise some people. Um, we're going to talk about Mexico, Ron. This is uh, a sleeping giant right now, isn't it? The world has really changed when we went through COVID because we realized that supply chain disruptions can really make us vulnerable. So there's been a lot of onshoring. There's been a moving supply chains around so they're not all in one place they're not all in china and this has had some incredible winners and some credible losers and mexico has emerged as one of the big winners and we'll be talking about that next week all right i hope you can join us then if you have a question or a show suggestion let's make money.ca is our website on behalf of ron hebert the financial coach i'm gord whitehead we'll join you next week the information presented is derived from sources believed to be reliable. This material is presented for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice. Before acting on any investment information, a person should seek advice from an investment professional. The presenters may or may not hold positions in the securities discussed on this show and will not be responsible for any losses sustained from acting on this information.